podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fergie, sign him up. Fergie, Fergie, sign him up. Fergie, sign him up. Fergie, Fergie, sign him up. Oh. Uh, good evening and welcome to the Manu Redcast. M-A-N-Y-O-O. We are broadcasting to the world, to the universe and to the ether. Uh, why are we broadcasting? Because we have to celebrate the greatest team on God's earth. That's Manchester United. Although today, I'm, I suppose the best way for me to describe it is the last time I was in this much pain was in 2005 when Vieira scored that penalty uh, against us in the FA Cup final. Uh, it hurt. I mean, we've just watched, uh, by the way, my guest is Dave Collins. We've just watched Manchester City uh, beat Manchester United 2-1. We've got to talk about money. We've got to talk about transfers. We've got to talk about the Premiership. But let's start your mortal enemy, Manchester City. Tell me we're only halfway through. Tell me we can still do it. Tell me it's not as bad as I think it is. I'd like to tell you that, but I think it's really a bad way at the moment. I don't know what happened last night. We st- we played pretty well to begin with, but I didn't think City were that good. We were knocking the ball around with loads of space, but there was no one up front apart from Rooney. And as soon as City started putting the foot in, we were in trouble completely, weren't we? And <sighs> it's just, we only started playing well with 20 minutes to go when we played two men up front. And I've said this before on the Redcast every week that we keep playing one up front, we haven't got it. As soon as we played put Owen on in the second half, 20 minutes to go, we had all those chances. So... You know what? Who's make, he's making mistakes, Ferguson? For me again, and I don't know what's going to happen next week. And that was pretty nigh on in terms of availability. Our top team, right? Of course, uh, Vidic not available, <laughs> Ferdinand yeah. not available, and Berbatov not available. But you know, if, if we look at the, the team such as it is, that was a hot yeah. team. We can't we can't keep making excuses. I mean, the first twenty minutes of that game, the ball was going out to Valencia. Looked hot. We had lots of the ball. I was quite confident at that time. I was thinking we're playing quite well. When we scored the goal. I was thinking this is quite good. I mean, the penalty they got dodgy penalty was, dodgy. It was not a penalty. It was dodgy, but you know, Raphael was pulling him back so much. Yeah, it but it was just, outside the box. It was outside the box, but you know, he was just pulling him back, and I was thinking, oh, it could go either way. But you know, Tevez stepped up and scored. It was always going to happen that he was going to score. But I was just disappointed because again, it was just seemed lacklustre. We had a lot of the ball, but. Just up front, there's nothing there. Oh, let me argue against you because I have to. You know, yeah. arguing against you, Dave, is like arguing it. against myself. Uh, the fact is, we outplayed them. The out- fact did. is, we outmaneuvered them. The fact is, they got a lucky penalty. And the fact is, we were playing them at home. We will deal with them when they come to the theatre of dreams. Well, the fact is, I can't. I don't know if that's true because if we got the, if, I, if we haven't got the defence back. Then we're going to be in trouble. Well, you, I mean, got Va- you got Van der Sar back. Apparently, Ferdinand's back in. Tra- You're not going to have a nil-nil against. It's Man never going to be right? nil-nil. It's not going to be we, nil-nil. We, we, we don't that. do nil-nils anyway. But you know, the fact is, we played against Burnley the other week and we won three 0 But they could have beaten us. And City are a better team than them. They're going to be. Their tails are going to be up. They're coming to Old Trafford. It's going to be tough. I couldn't. I wouldn't want to sit here now, Ed, and call that we're going to turn that around. We did last why, season. Why not? What? We beat them four-three. We played them at, at Old Trafford. We beat them four-three. Of course, Owen coming on and scoring that injury yeah. time goal. Why can't we do it again? Well, of course we can because we're United and we've we've pulled things out of the bag before. But this is the worst run of performances—not just games, but for actual performances that 
I've seen for a long, long time. But, but hold on a minute, then. Who is playing well? I mean, forget about Chelsea scoring seven against Sunderland. Before that, they'd been struggling. Uh, Arsenal. Uh, I went up. Uh, I went up to the Emirates and saw them yeah. against Everton. And by the way, Everton are going to be a tough team. They're going to be up fifth, sixth, seventh uh, at the end of the season. They're in a false position yeah. at the minute. Uh, if you look at Liverpool in terms of the top four, well, they're not doing the business at all. So, uh, who Aston Villa got defeated by Arsenal. So, if you're talking about the league such as it is, the Premiership, you're not going to be winning the Premiership no. with 90 points. No, not this season. No. And it's a good thing, though. Let's be honest. To have everyone's kind of not everyone. There's no one pulling away. You could say Chelsea seem to be a, a little bit more consistent than others. But for me, it's just our consistency is so different to what we're used to. And maybe we deserve it. Maybe we deserve this kick up the arse because we've always, we've never lost this many games, especially like, you know, losing games in a row and it's really bad performances. But, you know, there's teams losing around each other. But, you know, if Arsenal win their next game then they'll go above us and we're going to be third and it's Arsenal have got a run of games I think it starts with Aston Villa uh, they've got Liverpool they've got us and they've got Chelsea like you know those yeah. are the ro- games consecutively if they come through those then they'll deserve to yes. win the well, they're definitely Arsenal I guess out of the top four teams are probably playing the best at the moment uh, Chelsea uh, seems to be just rolling off results at the moment I know they've had a few dips but I'm just concerned about us Ed I just I don't understand where it's gone wrong I don't know whether the players are uh, affected by what's going on off the pitch with yeah, the depth we're going to talk about the finances um, because of course the players have been asked to sweep as they come in now because they're so broke aren't they yeah they've got to do the sweeping they've got to clean the toilets they've got to wash their own <laughs> kits now they had to take them home it's last night amazing uh, amazing but surely these are professional players they've just been off haven't they they went yeah, off to, uh, to middle the Middle East, East to, to have a four day break uh, to do some bonding Van der Sars happily is now yeah, back, back and certainly us. you know it, it looks a lot more assured with him uh, that, where is the problem now let's, let's start with the goalkeeper Van der Sars certainly better than Foster uh, certainly better than the other fella there Krushak or whatever his name is and uh, I'm so angry about what happened last night I can't remember anybody's name where are the let's look at the defence now Uh, where are the problems Uh, the defence at the moment we've got a defensive problem we know that we've got people out but you know even when Vidic was playing he there was something missing there he wasn't the same as he was a couple of seasons is ago is his head gone is his head turned possibly, is he going I think off he's there been turned. I think possibly he's been turned and there was some kind of little crowing out that there might have been some issue between him and Ferguson and that's why he was in the warm up and then got pulled out of the game but we don't know if this is true or not Ferdinand I don't know whether he is just injury prone now and whether he'll get back to where he was before Evera is our best Defender and, and maybe our best player. Yeah, possibly him and Rooney. Uh, it come out today was released by UEFA their team for 2009, and the only English players in it were Evra and John Terry. Of course, Evra is a French player. Well, I mean, we play for English teams. Yeah, yeah I, knew, I know yeah, what sorry. you mean, but, but, uh, but yeah, I know exactly. But so there's no actual English players in it. Every other player in in the team is from Madrid or Barcelona. Obviously, you can count Ronaldo as out at United last year. And the manager of the year was Guardiola as well. So, so Ever is playing well. And in last night, the last twenty minutes, he was just piling forward. He, he was, he was he immense. A fantastic player. I, I read a report at the beginning of the year that, excuse me, beginning of last year that we w- we might want to cash in on him because we got all these youngsters coming through. What an idiot who said that! What a stupid. It's probably one of the Glazers. Yeah, probably. Uh, we need to make some money. So we're looking at Ever. 
Well, what about the boy? Last night he got a pretty tough time, didn't he, from yeah. Bellamy? Yeah, he did. I mean, he was in trouble last night, I think. But Bellamy is a horrible man. You can just see he's, he's kind of, whatever. If, if Bellamy was working oh. in the local McDonald's, if he was a, imagine in, if in he was a copper. Oh, oh it'd be it'd be the the most bent copper you've ever met in he's your life. He's horrible. He's horrible. horrible. I hate him. Yeah. I hate him more than I hate Tevez because Tevez did it stuck it to us last night and yeah. we'll come to him in a minute. I didn't but like that. Bellamy. 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 Oh. He's, he's a horrible man. Wherever he goes and plays, he's just horrible. And you can hear him he, he was chatting away Raphael in his ear every time Raphael did something when he pulled him down for the penalty, he was saying something to him as well. And I know that goes on in football because even I used to play football to a quite high level and even at that my age at 15, people used to say stuff in your ear to try What did, what's the off. worst thing anybody said to you? Uh I can't say it on air, but it was just basically about my mother and stuff like that and that they'd done certain things to her and then they'll be It wasn't it wasn't true, of course. Uh, well, but she's never denied it. <laughs> so I, I asked her, and I've got to wait until I see her again. The best chance with my mum is to wait till she's drunk, then she'll say any, tell me anything. Oh, so. dear, oh, dear. There's very dodgy ground now. We've upset yeah. all sorts of people, and we're not even talking about their mum. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's the kind of guy, like the other fella who's a derby now, Savage. You just, you know, you, if they're not playing for your team, you hate them. Yeah, but he's uh, worse than Savage, though. I think so. It's just horrible. I just, you just, he's just a horrible person. He's horrible. I remember when he went for the supporter. Uh, he made sure there were four stewards yeah. holding him, and then he went for him. Oh, he's horrible. Oh. But you can't deny that when he's got the ball at his feet and How he's running... How fast is he? He is fast. And, I mean, Raphael's Is he no as fast slouch. as Arshavin? Um It's going to be close. It's going to be close. But Raphael was all over the place, and once he gave that pen- penalty away... He was shaking for the rest of the game. I was surprised he kept him kept him on because I thought that he was going to get sent off at the end. Because he just he can't he kind of dives in, doesn't he? Sometimes Raphael, but he's young. Yeah, he actually does rugby tackles. What happened to the idea in the Carling Cup and the FA Cup? We're coming to the midfield in a little while. I haven't forgotten the idea that we're playing our second or third string that went out of the window last night didn't it it went out the window because we were playing City it went out the window because we're 716 million in debt we went out the window because we lost the FA Cup and we can't win a win a uh, a couple of games in a row in the league so we need we need this now you need to focus whereas it's embarrassing because years before you would think of the League Cup as you know Kiddies Cup Kiddie Cup and now you know playing the strongest team we could last night that's what, it, that's what it means now. Okay, let's go up to the midfield then, because this is the area that's most interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, where you got your Skulls, your Giggs, your Fletchers. Uh, you, you know, you've got some really, you know, your, your Carricks. You've got, you, you've got some really interesting players, and I'm not talking about Nani, who got a game the other week, by the way. I can't <laughs> believe he played in that game. That was embarrassing. He hit the corner flag. Do you see that did, from the shot? Well, he didn't with the other one. He didn't even hit the ball. He went for the shot, and he missed the ball altogether. And then, of course, this must be the frustrating thing. Because then he does he, he does the overhead Over bicycle kick, yeah. kick and it's a fantastic shot. Yeah, I, I just when I heard his name, I don't even know why he was playing. It must have been a joke. They must have tossed up who was going to play because obviously Welbeck wasn't didn't do anything before. I don't know why he played Nani unless he was resting someone for the week because he thought we'll have to play Nani. But that was just he was the worst player on the pitch. He got four out of ten in the newspaper, and I think I don't know why he got that. Probably for the overhead kick. He's going to go. Hargreaves, Har- we need Hargreaves though to become training a training with the midfielder. team. But again, we've got very similar players in midfield, haven't we? We've got you know uh, Fletcher, Hargreaves, you know Gibson. He's not that much either, and we've got Carrick, who seems to have lost a bit of form. 
but they're all similar players we need someone we need a creative player we, we are crying out for someone who's going to give the ball to a Rooney we just don't have it last night they were just going sideways everything was sideways there was no penetration and that's where we're missing we're missing someone with a bit of guile in the midfield who can put that ball is, through is we it miss, about going past we need a type person yeah well I mean Arsenal need a Fabregas type person I mean but you know they don't come along very often mm. and uh, you know he's uh, prone to injuries yeah. isn't he uh, Giggs had a good game last night played okay played okay yeah but again Giggs is 36 years of age he can't play forever and I guess I think he would have probably played less games if the other players played at you know, yeah, a higher they, level they stepped up. I mean Skulls came on and was, looked no good again he gave two balls away again at the end when we were pushing forward and we needed to push forward yeah, one of them was an absolute disaster yeah. wasn't it yeah and it just we lost the ball when we needed it so I don't know I think they're playing more games than probably what they would have I think that probably Skulls could, this could be his last season I just think he might stop playing uh, Giggs probably would carry on a bit longer but you can't you're just reliant on players of of you know that older you shouldn't be doing that talking about last seasons uh, I read a report in the Sun newspaper I don't buy it myself it was you found uh, it on the tube yeah it was on the tube so yeah. I, I decided to no, read it I left on, it on the right side of the paper Ian Wright talking about the fact this is before the game mind yeah. you that Tevez would have been magnificent at uh, Manchester United should have stayed here is a guy lots of people talk about no end product yeah. the conversation we were having, yeah, or, we were having or, was weeks. Berbatov or, or, or Tevez and yeah. everybody's laid their cards that on the other side on the left hand side of the double page spread was Gary Neville now Gary Neville was talking about the fact that he was too much money they couldn't you know why would they spend that much in effect he didn't say it in so many words but in effect he was saying you know overrated player yeah. who was that you talk too much uh, emu signed that Tevez made who was that too well you could have either you could have thought it maybe he was doing it to the crowd because they no, were booing him, no. or they could, he's doing it to Neville. And yeah, well, Rooney had a word in his ear before the penalty too, didn't he? Yeah, he was trying to put him off taking the penalty. Um, I saw that as well in the second half. I saw Giggsy talking to him, but they were having a laugh. They were talking, you know, quite nicely together. But it's with the Gary Neville thing. Give I mean, I wanted to ask, yeah. Just give it, giving up. him the finger. Yeah, I want to ask the people out listening on the Redcast: Do you think Gary Neville is becoming an embarrassment to our team and our club? He's supposed to be our club captain. He hardly plays a game anymore, and all you ever see of him now is on the back page of newspaper, sticking his one of his fingers up at Tevez, uh, causing problems with um, groundsmen, doing something to other Liverpool supporters. He seems that that's all he wants to do. I would rather he just shut up and either quit the team because this is embarrassing he's supposed to be a club captain and he's on the back of a newspaper we've lost 2-1 sticking his finger up to Tevez and that's supposed to be your club captain it's an embarrassment I just wonder what everyone else thinks about it whether you think it's, it's time for him to hang his boots up and go because but obviously you, you think it's time yeah for I do I think it's, it's an embarrassment to our club that you've got someone doing that constantly constantly that's all we hear about him now is what he's doing and that he could be in trouble with the FA you know he should have a bit more grace well, if you'd like to answer Dave's point there, uh, Dave is much firmer on this than I am. I think he's a steward. I think he talks a good game. And, you know, maybe it's not as embarrassing as uh, Dave thinks. Says, I like when players do things. I like when they say things. I like the aggro. Too often now I hear the press interview and they don't say anything. They sound like coppers. Well, we were proceeding in a northwesterly direction. Uh, if you'd like to give a comment on Gary Neville, here's a question. Has Gary Neville become an embarrassment 
to Manchester United. Send your emails, please, to manu at playbackmedia.co.uk. That's M A N Y W at, excuse me, M A N Y O at playbackmedia.co.uk. Uh, we're going to our forward line in a minute, Dave, and mm. uh, also uh, look back at the Burnley game and forward uh, to the this week's game. But uh, let's read some emails. Why are you trying to read the emails upside down? I, I, I really don't know. I want your instinctive and immediate okay. response. I don't want it planned. Uh, I don't want it schemed. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. This one comes from Gavin, uh, and it's just, just uh, want to vent my frustration for a minute. Murmurs outside a theatre of dreams that a coach uh, who's won 25 major trophies in 23 years has lost the plot and doesn't know his best team. A squillion quid in debt, and more worryingly than anything else, the Scousers are actually gaining ground on us without having won a game since 2006. But six points from the Burnley and Hull games and showing City the uh, back of the hand in the the League Cup will turn things around for the simple fact remains we are still the greatest football club in the on the planet uh, good impression of Roy Keane in the tunnel last week by the way uh, that wasn't you Dave because no, you just do money that's Tonks who's uh, busy again Gav uh, in Cork Island well that was sent of course before yesterday's yeah. match uh, that, that part didn't work the one part that didn't work uh, did work of that was Burnley but we were very lucky against Burnley real we? lucky again and you just watched it and, and just I watched it feeling lack, it's just lacklustre again and they had chances and you just saw any a decent striker would have probably got two of those goals but you agree, don't you? You think that uh, Sir Alex is making mistakes. Yeah, I do. My big thing at the moment is that he's tactically making mistakes. Now, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I'm not there in, at Carrington to see what goes on in training. But he keeps either playing one up front in his own or he keeps playing Berbatov and Rooney and it's not working. He keeps, he keeps tinkering with the team and changing it too much. Now, I would rather that he just stuck... You know, play two up front like like you did last at the end of last night, and just played our strongest team. Yeah, but Berbatov isn't fit. If Berbatov's not fit and he doesn't fancy Owen, we've got this new boy uh, now who nobody knows anything about. But yeah, well, he does for a me, lovely backside. Yeah, well, that's it for me. It's over. He's done a backflip. He's finished. Top players don't do backflips. Okay, we should all know by now. <laughs> <laughs> Nani does backflips and he's he's rubbish. So as soon as he scored that goal, did a backflip. I went, that's it, finished. Who for else me. used to do? Didn't uh, Olafemi Martins up at Newcastle used to do one? Finished. All I'm saying to you now, this deal, I'm telling you now, on this podcast, will never do anything for Man United. Because he did a backflip. Because back he did a backflip. That's it. He will never score any goals for us. I tell you what. It will be nothing. The only thing that saves you, right? The only thing what? that saves you is that you support Manchester yeah. United. Apart from that, you are dead to me. <laughs> uh, 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 this one. I'm David's girlfriend of seven years. Have you been going out with a girl for seven years? Uh, no, no, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be listening, mate. You're in trouble. I know he loves uh, being involved in his podcast. I've had to put up with the swearing at the television and coming home from a game, either dancing on the street like uh, Gene Kelly or opening the front door with a face like Peter Beardsley. <laughs> I'll tell you which one he's got now. Uh, the next time he's on the podcast, can you remind him that as I'm writing, United are second in the league, semi-final of the League Cup and knockout stages of the Champions League. It's hard uh, because he's a glory hunter. <gasps> 
and I'm a Coventry supporter, by the way. I still haven't forgot. We carried the FA Cup back to the Midlands. Yeah, that was an awfully long time ago. And that's coming from... My girlfriend Nikki, I didn't even she knew who P- Peter Beersley was. She go. must have been doing some googling. Yeah, before before she met you, she used to go out with some more ugly blokes. Probably did. <laughs> Probably did. He was an incredibly talented footballer, wasn't he? he? Was, Why uh, did he never come to Man United? Uh, I really don't know. You can't say that we didn't. I thought we might, it's probably been one of those ones that we could have tried to get and then we didn't. The great one. I was playing the FIFA 2010, and on it you have like what's his name. Andy Gray talks chatting to the other one and yeah. he says oh Andy did you ever have the chance to play for Manchester United and he goes well yes actually I did I had a word with uh, Ron Atkinson or something like that but uh, it didn't work out so he ended up going to Everton or something yeah that's true yeah, Andy Gray is one of those guys he's a, I mean I think the formula they've got on Sky is absolutely Brilliant. fantastic it's the benchmark now. it is yeah but the, the older he gets the better his footballing career seems to have been yeah you know absence makes the heart grow fonder and obviously he hasn't got it anymore and he just thinks like you know he was the best player in the world yeah I would have he would have scored that goal yeah know, of course he would in my day I don't know what he's doing <laughs> in, my, accent, in, in, my, in my day yeah. uh, let's get to the forward line yeah then. in fact let's stay on the wings for a second because yeah. we haven't seen Oberton uh, it, uh, we're talking about wings now Valencia I mean he doesn't look happy he's the most miserable player in the Premier world but he's there uh, gigs on the other side uh, I mean is it about width yesterday in the beginning you saw great yeah. width you know and that ball ever played over there yeah. to Valencia uh, you know that was the first goal yeah, uh, well traditionally we've always played with width always played with wingers uh, Valencia is very direct you, you know he's not going to be like Ronaldo where you, you don't actually know what he's going to do next you give him the ball on the wing he runs straight down that wing he turns left and he'll cross it in so that's always what he's going to do and he did that perfectly in the first 20 minutes and then he stopped getting the, the balls from the midfield the midfield stopped supplying him the other side's a bit more tricky Giggs he's still a great player he's doesn't one of my have favorite, the speed to run yeah, down the wings one of my he favorite in the middle players of all time yeah. him and Brian McClare one of my favourite players uh but yeah, he hasn't got the speed. But he's got a lot of goal. He's got he's got years of intelligence playing football. But we're la- we're lacking on that side. Um, yeah, that's it. Will we buy? We haven't got any money to buy, mate. Yeah, Forget well, that. I mean, we're coming to the money. We are coming to money. Let's go to the forward line before we do that. I mean, we're being carried by Rooney now. If Rooney gets injured, not only are Manchester United bleep, but England are bleep too, yeah. aren't they? If Rooney gets injured, we're, it's all over. Last night, he was the only play. Was you could see he was. You can't. You cannot do Roy of the Rovers. You read about it, you want to, you dream it as a kid that you run the length of the pitch and you you take the corners, you take the throws, you go back and you save the penalties. That's what he wants to do. He's do it was doing that last night. He tried everything. I mean that little move when he went into the area and just oh, went in for, that was remarkable. absolutely class. There's not many players that can do that. But you cannot apart from him look back and say anyone other, any other player last night was stood out and that has been the problem. And he's been carrying our team like Ronaldo carried our team to be honest if you think about it now they've been carrying our team for a while and I think we've been exposed problem, now though? isn't that the problem Dave that what we actually need now is a, a team effort because you know when we look at Aston Villa we see a team when we look at Everton there is a team not really I mean with all due respect to people like Cahill but no, no, no real outstanding yeah. uh, players 
Yeah. Is that not what we need to yeah. try and get back yeah. to? Um, yeah, absolutely. In the 90s, our, all our teams under Ferguson have always been all-round teams. The goals came from everywhere. They all looked after each other. They all stuck up for each other. It always happened. You know, Bruce Pallister, Roy Keane, always fighting right before that. Brian Robson, Mark Hughes, they're all stuck together. Incy, and there was a collective Manchester United. We are Manchester United. You, you come and beat us. We'll always beat you. I think we got to a point where we gave the ball to Ronaldo we gave the ball to Ronaldo Ronaldo got us out of trouble and I think we were more reliant on that and Rooney is, was a great player but even he stepped back and gave the ball to Ronaldo but now Rooney's the only player who wants to seem like he wants to fight for the shirt wants to score a goal wants to put the tackle in wants to keep shouting and the rest kind of looking at him well they need to be you know we needed more leaders on the pitch that's what we used to have I think that's what it comes down to we had a lot of leaders and now we don't and that's my worry he, he's our main man and you're absolutely right if he goes injury wise we're in problems and I've you've got now Barcelona are doing the old that's our prime target for the summer Wayne Rooney will pay you £8 million after tax a year you come to us and I can't imagine Wayne Rooney sitting in Barcelona with Colleen eating paella and Kai yeah Colleen and Kai having paella I can't but you don't know in modern day because if the Glazers want £60 million he'll have to go won't he he will have to go yeah. I mean let, let, let's take a look now we talked about the problems on on the pitch yeah but certainly documented it's not been a great week if we're honest it's not been yeah, a great week for Man United you, you also act as our accountant oh, yes. as our budgeting and financial expert how bad I've got is no money it? myself though well that's why you're our expert how bad is it mate bad what, what do you know today news flash again it's just been uh, announced that the Manchester United's parent company 716 million pound in debt now that's actually raised. Now it was it was under six, uh, under seven hundred million. Now it's gone over, so it, we're in a real, real bad situation. Listen, we need to be careful, right? We do a podcast here. We're passionate supporters of the greatest yeah. team on earth, but really, you know, with all due respect, y- you see a cash cow here when you hear about uh, the sons borrowing 10 million pounds when you hear about uh, you know asset stripping when you hear that the club is in more debt now than it was before the Glazers cut we have one year of not getting into the Champions League and and we're we're all messed up aren't we yeah big time and I said before we laugh and joke about Leeds who who, who beat us in the cup but they spent so much money on trying to get into the Champions League and they just fell apart it's the same with Chelsea. It could be exactly the same with them. If Abramovich well, pulls no, out... But ch- but the thing with Chelsea and Manchester City, sorry for cutting you, yes. Dave, is that... No, you're not. No, I'm not really. But, but I have to say yes. that, just in case anybody who doesn't know is listening, that, that, that Manchester City's debt has been wiped off and Chelsea's debt yeah. has been wiped off. It's not going to happen at Liverpool. No. It's not going to happen at Manchester United. No. It isn't. And, you know, when we had a PLC, the club was run perfectly. We were only taking big money and everything was looking good and so we were right for a takeover and I never thought I'd hear myself say it but I'm looking for someone else to come in and try and buy this club why now. would you buy it I mean the two Davids have bought West Ham and even they say they got no we, money, they? we bought West Ham because we love it we haven't bought West Ham because it's a, yeah, a, a viable business, business proposition yeah. but why would you buy Manchester United it, it's the, the biggest club in the world with huge revenue from Gates, uh, internationally the most famous club in the world, and these Americans are stripping it dry. Yeah, uh, but they've ruined our club. They've, they've ruined it 
to the and point the supporters where, knew this yeah. I went up there a few years ago and I was reading the, pro- the two programmes right there's the alternative programme yeah. and there's the official programme and I bought the alternative programme and I was reading like, why are these guys so hateful about the Glazers what a and I'm the idiot they have proved to be right yeah. they were right all the time yeah. what happens now Dave I really don't know. I'm scared for the future of our, our club because without the money, the revenue to buy new players, top-level players, then we won't be able to compete with Manchester City. And I would say this now. Who do you think is going to... Do you think... Who's, who's going to win the league next? Is it going to be us or City? I mean, who is going to be the next wi- Manchester team to win the league? I really don't know at the moment because I can't see us winning it this year and are City going to win it and are we going to be on the demise because we can't afford to keep up? We can't keep up with the, way, the, you know, the money that's going to go in for players to come to that team if players want to go there. But it's not sustainable. The point is that they they've got Vieira for 130,000 pounds and they've got uh, you know Tevez on 140,000 yeah. pounds and they've got Robinho who's sitting and warming up the bench for 160,000 pounds and you've got uh, the crying Adi Bayo yeah. for 160,000 pounds and Bellamy must be on 100,000 yeah. pounds. And you know it's not sustainable. Yeah, but I guess the way they look at it is if they have a successful club that actually starts winning premierships or getting into the Champions League then that's where the revenue is going to come from that's how they well, could well Chelsea have been there and they're still not a viable club yeah. Chelsea won the league twice uh, been to the semi-finals and the finals of the Champions League and are still not viable in yeah. terms of a business you know what I don't actually think you can be a top challenging football club in European football and be a a business that's running as a success. Well, that's a nightmare. Come on. Uh, people, please uh, send us an email. Tell us what you think about this. It's not just about Man United. Uh, but, it, you know, today, Portsmouth were denied in a high court. They they thought that the uh, premiership were being unfair to them. But it seems as though in a few weeks we could be talking about Portsmouth going to administration. They can't keep David James. He couldn't even that, get to Stoke. Sorry to butt in again to you. What, do you think Sol Campbell's putting the boot in? He's putting a writ saying that they owe him money for... That's Notts County, right? No, it's Portsmouth. It's gone to Portsmouth He's there for image rights and money, outstanding money's owed. I mean, how could you do that knowing that they're in a situation? He doesn't need the money to do that. It's one point it's something princi- million pounds. What about a principal? He hasn't got. You have none. Well, of course, he's not got any. He went from Tottenham you- to Arsenal. <laughs> well done. Well done. Can you imagine if anything happens to um, Gallus and then he has to step up and Arsenal playing at Tottenham? Oh. Chase, can you imagine the songs they'll sing? Oh, dear, oh dear. Uh, we'll be talking about that, I can tell you. Let's look to the future after I've read this email. And this email starts, Hi guys, I would like to thank everybody at Man U for the uh, absolutely memorable day I had at Old Trafford. It's something myself and my friends will never ever forget. Uh, we were totally gobsmacked, and that's from Jason Spear. We gave Jason six tickets to go six and tickets. see the great magic. They've never given us anything. We do, it. Anything we, do it for it. we don't even get a tube fit. Not even a tube fit. Not even an oyster topper. Right, I need your help before we talk go about on. the future. Tomorrow, I haven't even been able to tell my listeners yet on BBC London. Apparently tomorrow, I have ten minutes to interview Gordon Brown. What should I ask him? Ask him. Does it? What polish does he use to clean his eye? You're a sick guy. You're a sick guy. You're going to get a. Does he use Mr. Sheen? (laughs) 
Does he use a, a, a nice organic one? <laughs> you're a sick, you're a sick guy. Right, let's look to the future then. Who will we play next? We have got the mighty whole city on Saturday. Three o'clock kickoff. Three points, please. Oh, I'm not saying a word. No, come on. <laughs> three points. It has to be three points. It has to be. We can't have anything other than three points. But I'm a jittering man. I am j- Andrew Mann who calls me Faith No More and I am I'm on my le- on my last nerves at the moment with this team. But yes, we have to win that game. But I said we would smash Leeds. But hopefully Ferdinand could be back. Um hopefully, yes, we will win that game. Yes. Yes, we will win that game. Am I trying to convince myself at the moment? Yeah, I'm just letting you yeah. uh, live. Because sometimes silence makes a mighty noise. It does. Uh, just to remind you, you can send us emails. And the big question this week, and we do try to have a big question every week, Gary Neville, has he become an embarrassment? Send your emails into the Man U Redcast. Excuse me, Man U, M-A-N-Y-O-O, at playbackmedia.co.uk. And you can Twitter, twitter.com slash Man U Redcast. Tell your friends, uh, please leave a review on iTunes. Tell Dave how rubbish you think he is. This is for his girlfriend, by the way. And if seven years and you have the itch after seven years, there's a guy here who will scratch it for you. Uh, Press the subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Press the subscribe button, or even button, so you don't miss what's coming up on the Man U. Redcast. So it's left for us, me, Eddie, and you, Dave, to say, Come on, you Come Reds! This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you would like to sponsor or advertise on this show, give our marketing partners at Sports Revolution a call on 0207 580 2580. Or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.